if we take Bitcoin, for example, like Bitcoin started very much from the bottom up, uh, retail investors, just hackers, you know, everyday people just mining Bitcoin and getting interested in Bitcoin. Then, you know, enterprise, banks, whatever, started paying attention or showing an interest at least. Most of them discarded it completely, but at least they were paying to some extent some some attention to Bitcoin. And now entire countries are buying up Bitcoin, uh, El Salvador and, and many more to come. So we haven't seen this within smart contracts, dApps and, and, and protocols, basically. We're still stuck in this sort of retail era <laughs> for dApps and smart contracts. And if source protocol can help move the needle from you know pure retail focus to enterprise, I think that will be an, a tremendous achievement, to be honest, not just in Cosmos, but in the entire blockchain ecosystem. So welcome everyone to the Cosmos Club, where we tweet daily and multiple times a day, by the way, about what's going on in the Cosmos ecosystem. We summarize that in a weekly newsletter. So if you haven't signed up already, do that via Twitter. You can find the link in our Twitter profile bio. And then finally, we invite people, interesting guests, people who are building out the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, like Source Protocol we have today. So welcome, Jack. Welcome, Jesse. Thank hey. you. Thank you guys Thank for, you having for having us. So as I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of ground to cover, a lot of questions from the community. But before we get into all that, uh, we, uh, we like to introduce the project and just get a high level understanding of what Source Protocol is all about. So uh, yeah, perhaps Jack, uh, you, are the ver you are the right person to, to talk to, to ask that question. So what is Source Protocol? What is the Source token? And why do people need to pay attention here? Certainly. Um, and, and thanks again, Mark. So uh, appreciate everybody in the audience here listening in. Um, and it's great to meet all of you. Uh, real quick, before I jump into source, just so you know who's actually speaking up here. Uh, my name is Jack Carger. I'm one of the founding team members at Source. I work on the business development and strategy side of the house uh, with my colleague here, uh, Jesse, um, who's our, our director of business development. Um, we have been in the crypto space uh, for a very long time. We're actually two out of six founding team members in total. There's about 25 people working on this project from developers to marketers um, to advisors and everybody in between um, have all been a part of this space for a very long time. Um, you know, our CEO and, and director of research and development respectively have been you know, uh, in the space since 2012, 2013, mining legacy Bitcoin, that kind of thing. Um, and myself and Jesse actually, you know, advised several, uh, over a dozen early stage blockchain crypto startups that, you know, range from early DeFi plays to NFTs and, and everything in between. So um, that's who we are. Uh, I just thought that was relevant real quick. But what is Source Protocol, um, which is obviously the topic of conversation today? Uh, the first thing I'll point out is that you know, at the end of the day, we look at ourselves as a tech company versus just a, you know, a, a project as a lot of the crypto space likes to call themselves. Um, and really, at the end of the day, we're not just one coin token or chain or feature or product. We are several 
And the way I would describe us at a very high level is as a comprehensive blockchain ecosystem that is really built to provide the infrastructure to power all Web3 transactions, whether they are value and asset based, um, data based or, you know, otherwise. So really, we've crafted our ecosystem to be, you know, usable and available for individuals, developers and, you know, the enterprise alike and are touching, you know, all of them in, one, in some way, shape or form. So what does our actual tech stack look like? What, are our, what do our products include? Uh, first of all, you know, we built an interoperable and highly efficient layer one uh, standalone blockchain um, for secure and, and scalable app development, smart contract development and, and tooling development. Uh, and this chain is called Source Chain. It's actually built uh, with Cosmos SDK. Um, not only have we started developing products on top of it already, which I'll talk about in a second, but um, you know, it's open, public, permissionless for anybody to develop on top of. And you know, you can develop anything ranging from DeFi to NFTs to gaming to privacy networks to oracles, you know, cloud computing and security decentralized science and, and really a, a whole plethora of things. And at the end of the day, we believe is, is going to be, you know, a competitor of the likes of, you know, Ethereum and, and uh, the big boys. We, we really are, are trying to position source chain in that manner. Um, and then secondly, we've actually built um, our own DeFi suite, as we call it. And part of this is built on top of source chain. Uh, the other part is built in Binance Smart Chain in that ecosystem. Um, this is inclusive of a swap and liquidity functionality, as well as a full um, DeFi platform for borrowing, lending, staking, etc. Um, and this is all going to exist in the same web application. If you can picture it, you'll be able to tab over from the Binance Smart Chain side of the house over to Source Chain and the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, you know, we'll be one of the first to allow uh, wrapped Binance Smart Chain assets to interact with the, the Cosmos hub and, and the interchain, which we're extremely excited about. Um, and, you know, all of the above um, that I've just mentioned here is, as far as our DeFi suite is concerned, is actually uh, set up to be white labelable and integratable with existing online uh, enterprise solutions, whether it's banking, fintech you know, OTC brokerages that move large amounts of, of crypto to fiat um, and even, you know, crypto exchanges that are all looking to implement DeFi, uh, but, you know, don't want to go build it themselves or, or don't have the time or expertise to. Uh, so they, they would rather integrate our system, which already exists and, and is running, right? So I think mm -hmm. that gives a, a really high level view of what we've built there's a lot there um i didn't even go into some of the detail on our coins or tokens that support this ecosystem but i'm sure we'll get into it in conversation here uh jesse do you have anything to add uh to any of that no i think that's great that really does cover everything you know we can get into it later on great yeah, there's a lot of questions that uh, that I want to unpack there, but you ended uh, on the, one of them that uh, I think we can just take up uh, immediately, and that's on the tokens, the uh, different tokens that you're launching. So for anyone who, who don't know, there's uh, multiple tokens in the ecosystem already. There's the source token built with the Cosmos SDK, so ha having a, its own blockchain, really. 
there's the uh, SRCX token, which is on Binance Smart Chain, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, maybe talk to us more about the because you have more tokens than that also that you are launching to support the ecosystem. Yes, that, this is a great place to start. So thank you, Mark. Um, yeah, so let's start with Source Chain, which I'm I'm sure you know all the Cosmos fans here are probably the most excited for. And again, that is our standalone layer one smart chain that we have built with uh, Cosmos SDK. Uh, it is interoperable. It's highly efficient. Uh, excuse me. Its throughput is anywhere from uh, you know anywhere from twenty five hundred uh, transactions per second to ten thousand, um, and will scale even higher than that as as the chain builds out. Uh, again, it's what I just mentioned is developable for, you know, anything from DeFi to NFTs to um, metaverses to games and, and play to earn. Um, and, you know, even things that haven't been built built yet, like mortgage servicing companies coming over and, and building applications on top of it and that kind of thing. Um, so that's source chain. And again, that exists in the Cosmos ecosystem and is a stand standalone layer one blockchain. Um, source token is uh, built on Binance Smart Chain and is actually a product that allows users to earn automated rewards from DeFi markets without having to participate in any complicated processes themselves. So via a transactional mechanism that takes out a small fee on every transaction, uh, we're actually able to, you know, provide what we describe as an extremely sustainable reward mechanism that encourages and supports users um, who adopt Source Token and, and use it as a global payment solution. Um, I can get into details of how exactly all of that works in a second, um, but that's a high level on both of those. So while both are cryptocurrencies, you know, have utility and, and value. Um, they're different assets and have different use cases altogether. And one is its own standalone, you know, layer one smart chain, as opposed to a token that exists on another chain. Um, so does that make sense, Mark? Or is there anything I can clear up there or, or anything I can dive into further? No, I think that makes sense. A burning question that I think a lot of people have, and I could see also in the community on Twitter, is uh, why haven't both and why not stick to just one, basically? Sure. So there is a lot to unpack here. I'll, I'll try and take this a little slow, but please pause me if there's any questions or anything I can clear up on the way. So in, we're, we're really, you can look at source protocol as two different houses. One house is source chain and the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. But the other house is the assets that we built on top of Binance Smart Chain, which really we, we describe as our DeFi suite. So this DeFi suite mm. is inclusive of Source Token. Uh, it's inclusive of the Source One Market, which is a borrowing, lending, and staking platform, uh, also built on Binance Smart Chain. And with Source One Market uh, comes our governance and incentivized earnings token, which is called Source One, as well as our um, market asset-backed stablecoin called USX. Um, so all in all, there's really four main assets you can look at on the Binance Smart Chain side of the house. That's the Source One Market. Um, that's Source Token. That is Source One Governance Token. And that is USX, the stablecoin. Now, all of these work cohesively and function together 
in the case of source tokens relationship to the market, uh, we have a functionality called the dynamic compound liquidity pool. This is how we actually power anybody's, anybody's uh, ability to earn automated rewards from a DeFi lending market. Every transaction that takes place on the source token network incurs a small fee. Part of that fee is sent to what we call the dynamic compound liquidity pool. We call it the DCLP for short. That DCLP mm. lives in the source one market, right? Where people in a peer-to-peer manner are borrowing and, and lending crypto assets, right? Um, that basket, that DCLP is actually a basket of uh, approved stable coins that are in lending positions earning interest. That interest that's garnered throughout the days and months and years is actually kicked back automatically through our smart contract mechanism to anybody that holds source token. Um, so on a daily basis, you'll actually receive rewards from this market that is derived from stablecoin lending positions without you having to position yourself, without you having to you know, um, involve yourself in any complicated DeFi processes, right? Um, so that's its relation mm-hmm. to the market. Um, in addition to that, we're working with a, a ton of, you know, e-commerce folks, um, B2B businesses that are working on transactions and, and really setting this thing up to be a global transaction network that rewards its user base uh, over time. And we're the first to have a relationship between a token and a market um, like that, where we're allowing people to earn automatically. And, and so... At the end of the day, we're really excited about it and, and think it's a great way to kind of lower the barrier to entry of DeFi um, and, and really widen the, the net for folks that can get involved in, in this industry. So real quick, does that make sense on source token and source market? And obviously, I, I described a governance token and a stable coin as well. I would be happy to go <laughs> into those, but I think most people on this, pro- on this call probably understand what those are. Um, yeah, so for sure. And I think... the, the- the overarching answer is that you're you're building an ecosystem, uh, a DeFi suite of uh, tools and DApps, uh, as you mentioned in the beginning. And I think that's that's really why there's multiple tokens with different me- mechanisms, but they all sort of overlap and have different synergies. That's a great way to put it, and probably much more eloquently than me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're correct. Yeah, um, it just sounded like Jesse was about to uh, to say something, but uh, I'll uh, I'll ask a question that I think everyone on this uh, space is uh, is having in their mind, and that is why Cosmos? Why choose Cosmos when you had, you know, you started out uh, on the Binance Smart Chain? Um, what sort of caught your interest, your attention? Because um, that's something that you know we need to double down on in the Cosmos ecosystem in general. So. Very interested to hear what caught your attention. Absolutely, Mark. And I'm equally excited to give you our answer here. So really, you know, I mentioned our team's been in the space for a while. We saw very early on, you know, even before Cosmos um, came out, you know, five, six some odd years ago, that interoperability between chains was the future, um, that everything was headed towards cross-chain collaboration. Um, And when Cosmos came out, it was very clear that their developer ecosystem understood that from the get-go, obviously, with, with how they architected uh, the Cosmosphere. Um, 
we believe equally that it's vitally as important that, you know, blockchains are open and able to share valuable information and assets with each other. And when you look at the space, you know, there's other layer twos and, and side chains and projects mm-hmm. that are working on scaling that are attempting to solve this in one in some way, shape or form. But Cosmos is way ahead when it comes to this infrastructure. I mean, by miles, um, our CTO could could talk about that all day. Um, and, you know, so at the end of the day, that was a huge driver for us. Number one, right. Number two is when you get down and I'm by no means, um, you know, a a deep tech guy or anything. I mentioned to you guys, I'm on the business development side of the house, but I know enough about it to, to say that, you know, when you look at the tech side of the house, Cosmos, um, you know, enables things like Rust and, and Golang, um, and those types of coding languages as opposed to Solidity which are much more scalable outside of blockchain. And as blockchain and um, kind of, you know, the old technology landscape of Web2 begin to intersect in a big way, those coding languages and the abilities as far as smart contracts are concerned um, with those are huge and become all the more apparent. And for that reason, you know, we believe that building in this type of technology is much more scalable as well, uh, you know, from a simple tech and coding level. Uh, And then, you know, to kind of round out that answer, you put that all together and you say, listen, at the end of the day, what was the purpose of Source Protocol? And that was not only to build this, you know, highly capable DeFi infrastructure, but also build, um, you know, a chain, a layer one, that was capable of supporting mass adoption for both both retail and the enterprise. And Cosmos SDK gave us the ability to build that, right? Mm. So hopefully that, that answers the question. Um, Jesse, if you have anything to add, let me know. Yeah, really the only thing is, you know, when, when we started developing, we were really thinking how to future-proof this, right? We start to see the, the scaling issues with a lot of these other, obviously, like Ethereum and stuff. But we start to really notice it's like, how are we going to be getting these enterprises? How are we going to be able to develop um, the applications that 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 become so seamless that people don't even uh, know they're in, you know, they're involved in crypto, right? We don't want to scare people off where it just becomes just the transition where they don't even understand the difference that they transitioned into Web3. And Cosmos was definitely that solution that we saw was going to be able to future-proof uh, everything we're developing and, you know, all the partnerships and everyone we're working with. So, you know, we saw that early on, and that's why we were excited, and and we knew this was this is where we needed to build. Yeah, if you want to build a house, or two houses in your case, you want to make sure it's built on a solid foundation, right? And I think exactly. uh, everyone agrees in this, in this space that the solid foundation is Cosmos. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Awesome. So um, I want to open up already on questions and uh, sort of blend in with uh, the questions that I had um, because we got a lot from the community. And thank you for that, by the way, guys. Uh, and we got one question that uh, ties very well into this, I think, which is from Julio or Julio, uh, who's asking, what is Source Protocol's biggest goal this year and how will you conquer it? Because obviously having two tokens and two ecosystems uh, like Binance Smart Chain and, and Cosmos, uh, an obvious question is like, where are you putting your, which house are you building the most on right now? And, you know, where are you placing your bets this year? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and, and while, you know, our focus is always going to be across our ecosystem and, and we're always going to be pushing, you know, every product and asset and functionality that we have, um, I, I can say straight away that our big focus for 2022 is source chain and thus the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, I'm actually really happy to report that uh, source chain's testnet will be live and available to the public this week. We're actually going to be publishing our white paper as well. In that white paper, um, you will find details on our airdrop, among other things, which is actually going to reward um, or make eligible, rather, anybody that uh, owns Atom, uh, obviously Cosmos's token, um, or uh, SRCX, which is the, the automated DeFi token that I just mentioned. So we're really, really excited mm -hmm. about that. And, and I can get into more details in that in a second. Um, but that's going to be our big focus. So what, what's our biggest goal? I would answer it like this, you know, to become a leading chain in not only the Cosmos ecosystem, but beyond and have, I would say, you know, over 50 plus projects or so building on top of source chain by the end of the year. Um, mm. how are we going to do that? I think, um, you know, I, I could talk about all the mumbo jumbo and, you know, the, and some of the important stuff like building community and, and marketing and that kind of thing. I think everybody understands that and gets that that is an obvious part of the equation and that we'll be putting a lot of efforts there, but mm. a big differentiator of ours. And one way I think that we're going to really, you know, jump to the front here and, and become a, a leader in the cosmos ecosystem in the space at large is our focus on the enterprise i think while a lot of other chains you know we can applaud them for having really solid communities and, and getting a lot of apps and things being developed on top of them you know we we mean no offense by this but a lot of it is kind of garage projects you know um <laughs> cartoon nfts that really don't have a lot of value like that kind of thing and while we invite anybody and everybody to come develop on top of source, like we are very focused on building, on bringing real companies who have real revenue streams and are serious players as they exist today over to source chain and building real enterprise web three applications on top of them. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I could name a few examples, but you know, we're, we're talking to mortgage servicing rights companies who want to come build technology on top of the, on top of source chain. You know, we're, we're talking to folks in the, the, you know, traditional credit union kind of realm. I mean, all sorts of things. And at the end of the day, that's really where we're going to set ourselves apart uh, and, and in bringing serious transactional volume um, and, and interaction to the chain. Right. Awesome. And that's actually something that I think uh, needs to come like uh, or we, we need to get in front of the bus, like your focus on enterprise institutions large organizations that's that's something that i haven't seen or heard at least in the cosmos ecosystem and for that matter many other chains out there outside of the cosmos ecosystem like a clear-cut focus on that is uh, is something that i really want to get in front of the bus i don't think people understand that or appreciate that uh, with source protocol yet oh i could not agree more um and and i take that as very much as a compliment so thank you mark and um you know at the end of the day that is probably you know one of the larger messages we'd like to get out on today's call and as we you know grow into the you know next couple of weeks and months here is that 
while we're always focused on retail and, and that side of the house is very much invited to our ecosystem and we have plenty of products and tools and, and use cases for them uh, and actually a great ecosystem for them to interact with. The enterprise is what's going to bring serious, sustainable and true value to this type of technology. And it comes back to, you know, what I said at the beginning, when we look at ourselves as a tech company versus just some, you know, blockchain or or crypto project, right? Like blockchain and and smart contract technology is, in our opinion, for many reasons, the next evolution in software, and it needs to be treated as such. And that's exactly how we're approaching this. So, you know, that's another benefit of of ours, too. We're going to have revenue streams and, and that kind of thing outside of just tokenomics and and um, those kind of distributions like we we are building a, a real company that's focused on sales and that is going out there to to really change the game right mm, yeah and i think that's interesting i want to dwell uh dwell a little bit on this because uh, as i mentioned is it is something that i want to get in front of the bus but i also feel like uh, if we take bitcoin for example like bitcoin started very much from the bottom up uh, retail investors just hackers, you know, everyday people just mining Bitcoin and getting interested in Bitcoin. Then, you know, enterprise, banks, whatever, started paying attention or showing an interest at least. Most of them discarded it completely, but at least they were paying to some extent some some attention to Bitcoin. And now entire countries are buying up Bitcoin, uh, El Salvador and, and many more to come. So, we haven't seen this within smart contracts, dApps, and, and, and protocols, basically. We're still stuck in this sort of retail era <laughs> for dApps and smart contracts. And if source protocol can help move the needle from you know pure retail focus to enterprise, I think that will be an, a tremendous achievement, to be honest. Not just in Cosmos, but in the entire blockchain ecosystem. And, and that's that exact kind of point is is really one of the big emphasis, as Jack was saying, you know, as much as we say we don't necessarily want to uh, be a part of the same traditional financial structure that's been around or, you know, we're trying to really get away from it. At the end of the day, we have to cooperate and make it seamless. Like we said, you know, working with, you know, governments to make it um, more easily accessible for them and when they actually are able to offer it. We have to make it in a solution and kind of give them the pie that's already made uh, in a way that they can adopt it and start to introduce it into their own infrastructure, right? And we we have a lot of different approaches that we're already attacking on those those different vectors to make that transition very easy, right? People are, are already scared when they hear the word crypto, um, but we want to make it so simple that they don't even understand that they're already getting all the benefits of DeFi, actually being able to access um, more different terms and better rates without um, having to be fully involved, right? And we mm-hmm. know that there's a big educational gap, but most people don't understand traditional finance. So not trying to explain to them, you know, this, this magic money and all these crazy terms <laughs> is, is, is a whole, you know, another leap. But mm-hmm. we're, we're, we understand that. And, you know, that's why the team we built we definitely have a lot of guys with traditional backgrounds, you know, uh, obviously with our CFO and all of us having traditional finance backgrounds, we understand how, you know, that ends up having to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark, one thing I would actually add to that, that was a great point, Jesse is like, and you said it exactly right, Mark, at the beginning of this, um, 
And at the end of the day, a lot of these projects are just focused on shuffling around existing market share, right? With existing market participants. Mm. While of course we want to go capture some of that and, and plan on taking a large chunk of it. Like we're focused on introducing new market share, which is really where all of this needs to go. And, and we've built, you know, a partner network and, and a tech stack that is directly in line with, with providing that. So anyways, I, I just thought that was important to note. Nice. And that leads into a, a question from the community here, a guy named Jack, or the handle is Old Penguin, who is asking about what are the attractive features in your project? And I guess the focus on enterprise will be relevant here, like what attractive features for enterprise um, are there? And what is the vision uh, for, and goals in your project that you want to achieve in 2022 and beyond? So we asked about 2020 already, but if you go a bit further than that uh, by answering Jack's question here. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, Jack, great name. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> uh, and an awesome question, man. Thank you. So, um, you know, I would start off by saying from a high level, again, unlike most, we've actually built an all encompassing ecosystem, right? I think another way you can look at source protocol is, is kind of as like a one-stop shop for web three. We're not just one chain or token or coin or feature or project or product, but several that, you know, work collectively to form, you know, a technology infrastructure that provides value for everybody from retail to the enterprise. And, you know, one day we, we even hope uh, governments and that kind of thing. Um, mm. We have what we believe is, is an incentive and structure or infrastructure rather for you know, users and developers and the like to come and ultimately stay uh, because we've, we've got what, what they need and really have everything that they have to offer, right, or, or could look for. So, you know, truly a full Web3 suite. Now, if we want to get into some of the nitty gritty that, that supports that, and of course, we could talk about all the tech we built all day and that sort of thing, but like, what are the juicy points, right? Well, first, um, you know, we're, we're going to be one of the first uh, tech stacks to allow for wrapped Binance smart chain assets, right? BEP20 to have access to the Cosmos interchain ecosystem, which is huge. As, mm. as a lot of you guys probably know, Binance smart chain and part of the reason we, we, we decided to develop one of our first iterations there is because, you know, they're one of the largest volume networks in the world, actually the largest volume network in the world as far as blockchain and, and crypto technology is concerned. And, you know, we want to bring that over to where we know it belongs and where we know the future is, which is Cosmos. And we're going to do that through our DeFi suite and source chain and the connections it'll have um, in, in our market. And at the end of the day, again, for a point of emphasis, will be one of the first to allow wrapped Binance Smart Chain assets to, to come on over to the interchain ecosystem. Now, next, um, I mentioned this awesome. a little bit earlier. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Um, but next, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, you know, with Source Token, SRCX, and its relationship to the market and allowing people to earn automated rewards uh, from, you know, basically decentralized lending positions. You know, we're we're the first to introduce that automated participation in DeFi yield markets through through a global transaction network. So that's huge. Um, and then again, we're focused on retail and the enterprise. Mark, I think you said it best a little bit ago. 
there has not been enough emphasis on the enterprise and actually bringing blockchain and smart contract technology to the real world and, and having it be seriously um, integrated and implemented in, in, in infrastructure. And that's our you know top prerogative, right? And what's cool about that is by going after the enterprise and introducing you know that kind of capability, those kind of volumes, those kind of numbers, it only makes our network more secure and scalable and attractive for the retail user, right? Because it's backed by such a larger infrastructure. Mm. And so at the end of the day, this works for, for everybody. So I think those are some of the effect, uh, attractive tr- features. One other thing I would mention is, uh, and I touched on it a little bit ago, is that you know, we're one of the first to introduce what we're dubbing as DeFi as a service, you know, just like software as a service exists today. We're calling this DeFi as a service, um, DOS for short. And we're going to allow <laughs> nice. enterprises to adopt these types of capabilities, whether it's borrowing, lending, staking, that kind of thing, you know, different ways to earn and those kind of infrastructures for their clients without them having to go build it. Uh, pay for it or you know create the time suck themselves Hmm. and so at the end of the day you know we're really i think our biggest differentiator is that we're crossing that chasm between what has been traditionally just kind of siloed blockchain and crypto technology and the traditional tech realm and helping bridge that gap to to really move this space forward the, the way it needs to Awesome. And maybe you can uh, give an example of a, uh, an organization, an enterprise, a corporate that you are working with or in talks with. You mentioned a mortgage firm earlier in this space. Um, but a lot of the questions that I can see from the community is, is, you know, is asking about uh, the killer feature, USP, unique selling point and all that stuff. But I think an example of who you're talking to is, uh, is the best way to, uh, to, yeah, to answer that question, really. Yeah. So, okay. My, our lawyers are, are going to have a hard time with me here. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to keep this with what, I, what I'm legally allowed to say right now in terms of the conversations and kind of, I guess, innings of conversations we're in. We'll keep it between us birth. and the rest yes. of cyberspace. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I can tell you that we're in conversations with everything from banks to existing top 20 cryptocurrency centralized exchanges to metaverses uh, to, you mentioned it, Mark, um, you know, big mortgage servicing rights companies uh, and, and a couple others that all are planning on building on, on top of source chain. Now, to be completely frank with the community, we're not at a point yet where we're able to make those announcements. There's things being figured out between, you know, marketing teams, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I can tell you, you know, all of this is coming and, you know, we're making really large strides there. Um, we're also working with, you know, a couple of neobanks who are entirely digital and are a little bit more privy to this realm as it is and, and a little bit more risk um, savvy and, and work with, you know, crypto, cannabis, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, Hopefully not so- Celsius. Yeah, no, actually, no, Uh, that's funny. It's part (laughs) of the reason they uh, have come to us is because they want to avoid that kind of thing and realize the the kind of the true DeFi versus CeFi ringings now. But at the end of the day, Mark, I can tell you 
we're talking to enterprises and web three movers and shakers that know um, and understand the vision that, that we share in, in how this chasm is going to kind of be crossed. Um, and at the end of the day are, are going to be early adopters in, in, in this technology. Um, I can actually announce, um, I, I won't say the name now, but we'll be having a blog coming out soon about one of our first channel partners um, who is actually a merchant uh, processing and service provider who works with you know over 50 to 100 different banks uh, across North America and in the EU, uh, who will be working directly on integrating, you know, their their banking clientele and ecosystem into uh, our DeFi stack with. And and so we have a lot of big things in the works. Um, I would tell the community too because they might be wondering like how why haven't I heard of these guys? Like this all sounds kind of crazy. You know, we've been developing this for the last two years. We actually stayed in stealth mode for the better part of those two years. And just prior to the release of Source Token, which is our first and only product out on the market right now, um, just prior, like a week or two before that release is when we came out of stealth mode and started telling people that, you know, we exist. So, you know, we're very fresh, like we're, we're new and we're ready to go. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll have some really cool announcements here soon on, on source chain testnet and, and all of that. Anyways, I'm getting on a total different note. I'll stop there, Mark. Um, hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, Mark, uh, the, the one thing, like I said, not to, not to keep harping on this point, but um, just so that, you know, the users and, and everyone on here kind of starts to, to see is the beautiful part about DeFi is that even at the enterprise level, when we're talking to kind of larger uh, enterprises and institutions, you know, we were fortunate to go down to Colombia and we, you know, we're in Dubai and we've, we've spoken to a lot of uh, different, you know, clients. It kind of can go down to as low as, you know, people just needing micro uh, micro loans. You know, we've spoken to guys mm. with small businesses that can use this. Right. Anybody can implement this sort of technology and benefit from it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be this massive one, but we're going after everybody. Right. Every single person we believe can have. Uh, this sort of infrastructure and benefit from it. So whether, you know, a 10 person business or it's, you know, a 3000 person business, we know the value that we can bring and the infrastructure we can allow them to have. And, you know, we're walking it right to them, like we said, to make it as simple uh, for them to integrate and be able to benefit from everything. Right on, man. And interesting that you bring up microloans. That's something that I, I spoke to someone earlier today about exactly that problem. And uh, we just couldn't really see why that hadn't been addressed by anyone yet. But uh, great to hear that some people are working on it. I think the problem, at least that's what we discussed, uh, me and the other person earlier, was uh, the, the, the core problem boils down to on-ramps or off-ramps for that matter. Going in and out of crypto right now is uh, not as uh, easy and, uh, and it's too expensive uh, for, for microloans. Um, but I wanted to bring up a question that I think a lot of people, as they hear more and more about what you guys are building, they are they are considering perhaps even buying the token or, well, you know, both the the source token and the SCRC, uh, R, sorry, SCRX token, uh, which they can buy on uh, on Binance Smart Chain, if I if I remember correctly, but. How will the governance run uh, if buying these tokens? If I'm buying uh, one of the tokens today, uh, one of the questions here from Levite Emmanuel is, is there any intents or plans for the token holders or investors to have rights to participate in the management of your project? Uh, 
will they be able to vote on the decision? Like a DAO system. Because all yeah. of the things that you're working on, uh, I can imagine there will be people proposing all kinds of uh, initiatives, efforts, etc. And that should be perhaps be brought up to a vote. Um, so are there any plans for that? Yes, absolutely. And that's a great question. Um, so I'll take it in kind of two parts um, because there's two governance infrastructures and therefore voting infrastructures and community involvement infrastructures that need to be taken account of here. Uh, number one is the source one market, which is, again is our decentralized borrowing, lending and staking platform. Uh, again, this exists on Binance Smart Chain. It cooperates with source token um, as well as the stablecoin I mentioned earlier. And then the more relevant one here, which is Source One token. So, Source One, which to be very clear, has not launched yet and has not been released yet. Um, source One is how folks will be able to vote in the Source One market, right? Um, of course, there'll be parameters in terms of how much you have to hold in order to create an actual proposal. But if you have one or more source one tokens, um, you know, you can vote on any and every proposal. It will be a one to one vote. So every one token you have equals a vote. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, you'll definitely be able to influence the future of the platform, you know, which should we add another chain? Um, should we add another token? Should we change the fee infrastructure? You know, hmm. everything in between folks will be able to vote on that. So that's number one. Um, and again, that will be available through source one, which is going to be launching later this year. Um, and at the end of the day, um, you know, that's going to be a, an amazing, uh, asset to, to hold on to because not only will it have, you know, all of those capabilities of, of voting and, and, um, proposing within source one market, but it's also going to be used as an incentivized earnings token. So we're going to allow people to earn, you know, bonus APY and that sort of thing on their lending uh, and, and staking positions in uh, Source One. So that's the first side. Uh, and real quick, Mark, does that uh, make sense before I go into Source Chain and its governance system? I think it does, but obviously okay. hard for me to. Uh, I've been reading up on this, so uh, perhaps to some it might not. But uh, if anyone has any follow-up questions. And by the way, I can see a lot of people are requesting to to speak. I haven't seen this level of interest <laughs> before. It's a new record. Right now, there are four people requesting to speak. But okay, just for the right. sake just for the sake of uh, having a good flow in the conversation, I haven't accepted any of you yet. Maybe there will be time at the end where we can open it up uh, to the four. But I think it makes sense. So please proceed on the on the source protocol token. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that, that's perfect. So that's the Source One market and its governance system. It will be powered by Source One token. Now, the other side of the house is Source Chain, which, uh, to be clear, is our layer one standalone smart chain that's built in Cosmos. And um, that governance system, just like Atom uh, influences the governance system behind Cosmos, uh, and if you hold Atom, you can you know vote and, and all the rest will have a very similar infrastructure in that source uh, source holders. Um, the ticker is actually going to be source, S-O-U-R-C-E. Source holders will be able to propose and vote in that governance infrastructure. And we actually have some really, really interesting things that we can talk about later 
um, surrounding our validator node um, and node infrastructure. Um, we're actually going to be introducing something really, really interesting. Um, I won't go too much on it today um, because we'll be releasing some articles about it soon, but um, our Guardian node infrastructure, we've actually developed a, a really innovative security mechanism to prevent any malicious uh, attacks and governance proposals from, from making their way through the ecosystem under the guise of you know something that, that would be uh, ultimately a net good for the community. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys know that's how a lot of these hacks happen is actually through um, you know, basically fake governance proposals that are really mm. malicious in nature. So we have an entire new governance system that we've set up behind that that incorporates our validator node infrastructure. And, and um, we're dubbing this, this infrastructure uh, what we call our guardian nodes. Um, so there'll be more information on that soon. Uh, but wanted to mention that on the call today just to get people a little excited there. So hopefully that makes sense. I'm going to round all of this out by saying this. Um, I, I mentioned it a little bit ago. Um, and again, there'll be more information coming soon. But anybody that holds um, Atom or SRCX, source token, um, are actually you know, going to be eligible um, as long as they go you know, register through the website and all of that, are going to be eligible for the source um, airdrop, um, uh, to be clear, the source chain airdrop that will take place later this year so that will be really exciting um there's more incentive if you hold both atom and srcx but we'll provide more details later and the reason i mentioned that is because um you know just by virtue of holding those two assets um you could you know get yourself an airdrop of source which would automatically give you um voting rights on source chain right so Right on. I don't know if that's public information. If not, you heard it here first. But the holding Atom and the SRCX token will basically make you eligible for the source token. Yep. And, spe and speaking of SRCX, which is being traded right now, there's a question from the community, and I want to cater a little bit for the people who are already into source protocol, like the hardcore followers, perhaps. We got uh, someone named Kit Ratsu was asking what is the solution of the 10% fees on every trade for the SRCX token and can it be reduced in the future and why is source protocol charging this high fee question mark absolutely so <clears throat> I'll tackle the first part of the question which is you know what's the what's the solution can this be reduced in the future uh, and then I'll tackle why these fees exist in, in the second part but um, so actually, the 10% fee that was a part of the original Genesis has already been reduced to 5%. And um, Mark, I'll give you kind of another first here for the, the listeners today. Um, we're actually, we as a team have actually decided, um, we did a little campaign where we dropped the 10% to 5%. Um, and we've actually decided that we're going to keep that for the long run. So uh, it's actually no longer going to be 10%, it's going to be 5%. Um, and it can only go down over time. So the cool thing about the infrastructure and smart contract we put together, unlike a lot of other tokens who have some type of fee mechanism to drive some sort of smart contract capability, is theirs are fixed, right? Like they set it at 10% or 15% or whatever it is. And it's just like, that's what it is for the life of the project. Ours is variable um, and it's only variable downward. So as 
uh, transaction volume of source token grows over time. You know, right now, I think we're averaging about $300,000 to $400,000 worth of daily volume, uh, mm-hmm. daily transactional volume. As that gets up over to a million, two million, 10 million, 20 million, that 5% automation fee uh, actually algorithmically reduces automatically to the point where in a year, two, three years from now, you can expect that fee to be much lower than 5%. Uh, I don't want to say you know any specific numbers now, but you can imagine closer to 2 to 1%, perhaps even lower. Um, so that fee is not here for the long term. It works uh, in variable with, with the transaction volume, and as that goes up, it goes down. So hopefully that answers the first part of the question. Um, and then the second part, Mark, is, you know, why is source charging these high fees in the first place? And the answer is that these automation fees are necessary. Um, you can think of these automation fees as basically the, the price or fee you're paying for the service of providing passive partici- participation in DeFi lending markets, right? And your ability to earn those rewards automatically without having to have any a- interaction on your end or having to go, you know, involve yourself in any complicated DeFi processes yourself. Mm-hmm. Automation, you know, from our view is vitally important for adoption and the growth of crypto at large, you know, especially as it pertains to these complex DeFi processes we're talking about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that fee is basically your buy-in and what allows you to participate in those complex processes like collateralized lending and yield farming and that kind of that kind of thing earn the rewards for those processes by just simply owning and using and 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 holding the token right so hopefully that answers the question uh mark if there's anything else i can add you know let me know oh that's awesome and i think uh, we should just keep going on this space because you're just you know giving announcements after announcements um and they're all positive <laughs> you know lower fees and airdrops and for atom holders and I mean, what what comes next? I must ask, right? But um, but no, I think what what I want to do is uh, is basically open up the floor a bit. Um, we have people who've been requesting uh, access to speak for for quite some time, almost an hour now, to be quite honest. So um, I haven't really done this before, so just bear with me. But uh, I'm opening up um, for famous Obi. <laughs> Maybe it's Obi Wan. I don't know, but uh, but let's hear what famous Obi have to say. Uh, I think you you should be able to speak now. Is famous uh, Obi on the line? I can see he's muted. Okay, now a lot of people are requesting to speak. Oh, famous! I, I saw you gave a high five. Hey, famous! Just so you know, you're muted. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. Can you hear me? There you go. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, my question is, um, I want to know what are your marketing strategy, and how do you tend to actually um uh, introduce your project to new crypto bees? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, so one thing we actually haven't even talked about yet today is 
um, you know, I could go into all of the things that we're going to do with the community and some of the campaigns we're going to have and, and that sort of stuff. Right. Um, you guys have, have seen that before. And a lot of that, you know, is going to be standard in, in terms of organic growth and that sort of thing. But one thing we haven't even talked about yet and Mark in the spirit of more announcements and some cool stuff to, to introduce here is we actually I'm taking have, notes. Uh, yeah. We actually have a <laughs> members rewards program. So if you guys have heard of like American Express or some of these other kind of like luxury um, rewards and benefits cards programs like credit cards, um, we're essentially doing a similar thing, but in the crypto realm. So um, we already actually have about 1500 um, so far uh, source members who have all signed up and, you know, you can get your own profile and your own referral code and that kind of thing. But um, it gives you guys the opportunity to, through referring people to the network, uh, actually, you know, win certain giveaways and, and get certain benefits um, and, and prizes and that sort of thing. Uh, it's also in the future going to give people the ability to connect their uh, card to our backend DeFi wallet and actually swipe with their cryptocurrency online or in retail locations in real time. Um, so if you can imagine holding like SRCX or source chain, um, and let's say you have a thousand bucks worth of it in your wallet or whatever, you'll actually be able to use um, these, these cards that we'll be distributing that are a part of the source members rewards program, just like a credit or a debit card in, in real time. So we have some really, I guess the answer to your question famous is, we have some really unique um, and kind of organic and viral marketing plays that we believe are, are really going to help this thing spread from a word of mouth perspective and also give us a, a really solid presence on social media, all while benefiting, you know, anybody that's actually a part of the source members rewards program or a source card holder. Right um, now, again, some of this is coming in the future. Uh, the source card or the source members program actually exists right now. We'll, we'll drop a link in the comments of this today for anybody to go sign up. Um, but that's one of the big ways that we're going to drive retail users to the platform. Um, I'm sure Jesse probably has something to add to that. So I'll leave it to him real quick if, if he has anything. No, I think, I think that answered it. You know, we, we do plan to go very, uh, kind of the traditional crypto way and then also, you know, go after it in a traditional manner as well. Like we said, we want to get a lot of the, the people that are new to crypto uh, and understanding it because we do think that DeFi actually is a simplified version uh, of crypto to make it easy for them. So we have a lot of different avenues we're going to do that and to get a lot of, uh, you know, non-crypto people to, to understand and, and actually enjoy the benefits and the card being one of them, you know, makes it seamless. People just start, they know how to use a card, you know. Awesome, man. We got another person, OB Tech, who uh, has been requesting also for about an hour. Uh, so you guys have been very patient. <laughs> Thank you for that. But the uh, patience pays off in the, in this forum. So OB Tech, I think uh, you have been approved. Or maybe, wait, what's going on? Maybe I can't approve because there's too many people. Famous, I have to kick you out, I think. So I'll remove you as a speaker. Hey, thanks for your question, Famous. Appreciate that, man. And now Opitech is gone. This is just going too fast. So instead, I will invite Spark to the floor. Spark Poetic. 
that seems like a like a username that cannot fail in this forum at least <laughs> so spark are you able to uh, to speak um hello can you hear me yes okay um yep so actually i'm a holdout and it has been doing well for the past few months so my question is um i noticed the increment in the token so um, will this increment continue as long as I keep holding or there is a particular limit it will reach and stop increasing? That's my question. Oh, so Spark, uh, first of all, thank you for your question. Um, you're talking about the automated rewards that are you see continually popping up into your wallet. So when you check your wallet every day, you see that your balance has increased a little bit. Is that what you're asking about? Yes, yes. Because Yes. So, yeah, that's actually a great question. So those are actually your echo rewards. Um, so the short answer to your question is no, those are not going to stop. Um, as long as you're holding source token in your wallet, you will receive those rewards automatically um, you know, for, for the life of, of you using it. Um, those are derived from that automation fee that we talked about maybe 10 or so minutes ago, if you were, if you were on and, and if you heard that. Um, and so, no, those are never going to stop. Um, they should remain fairly consistent over time, um, but will probably lower a, a bit as the years go on just because we're going to drop the automation fee as volume increases. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be a very sustainable reward mechanism that, you know, is going to be here for, uh, the life of the project and, and completely perpetually. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Because I noticed that most projects as the, um, number of, um, in, um investors or holders increased, so require the number of reward that will be coming to these individuals. So, and most projects, they cannot actually sustain this rewarding mechanism for a long time and could actually cause the downfall of that project. So, that is why I'm asking if this was actually for a long time or it would happen continually. Yeah, that's a great question. And, and to just round that out, um, you made a really good point there, which is, you know, how is it sustainable just from a user perspective? And the way we set up that smart contract, because it's not fixed, it's variable. Um, so the automation fee is, is based on the volume. Um, that makes us not entirely dependent on getting new users. We're still able to sustainably maintain that fee structure and that ability to reward our users without continually having to attract new users to the platform. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Yep, absolutely. Great question. Thanks, Spark. Awesome. And uh, I'll just keep uh, moving the hat to uh, bring in new questions into the hat. Uh, great guys to hear from all of you. Uh, it makes me so proud, actually, to uh, bring this whole community together and, and all you people joining in. So I think, Obitech, you should be uh, able to speak now. You are on mute right now, but uh, I have approved your request. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, thank you very much for this opportunity. Um, my major concern is um, in regards to the community and the government of your project. 
So my question is, how do you um, grow your community and also improve your community? And secondly, um, I want to know about the governance of your projects and totally the um, developers of your projects. Okay, so I'll try to answer that one by one. So if I remember correctly, the first one was community and how do we plan on growing that? Um, so we've actually got uh, a really solid marketing group that we're working with um, that you know we're working on an enterprise level with. So if you guys actually go type in like source token or SRCX or source protocol into Google or anything like that, you know we, we have articles out there published by you know Forbes and and Yahoo Finance and News BTC and some of these other big publications where we're really you know, pushing the word from from that um, kind of enterprise standpoint. We're also going to start introducing a lot of educational programs where we're going to have opportunities for people um, to come, you know, take quizzes and, and play kind of like educational games surrounding source and how they can use it and the use cases and, and how it all works, um, you know, where they can actually earn rewards for, for that as well. Um, you know, so we want to make it really interactive, but at the same time, ensure that our community is, is being fostered um, to be, you know, highly educated and involved. Um, and then, of course, now that we're rolling out source chain and people are going to be able to start developing on top of it, you know, we're going to have hackathons. We're actually working with some funds that we're hoping to provide grants programs for developers on top of that, um, you know, opportunities for people to actually uh, receive funding to come build on top of source chain. Um, and then, you know, outside of that, I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, OB tech that, uh, we also have our source members rewards program that anybody can sign up for, for free. And it gives you an opportunity to, you know, level up, get certain rewards, benefits, features, as you refer more people to the network. So we think we're, we're really going to set ourselves up well to grow organically um, and kind of as, as word of mouth. So does that answer your first question? Um, and then also, can you remind me of your, your second and third question? That's my bad. That's for you, Obitek, I think, on your second question. I'm sorry I forgot also because uh, there's just a lot of people also on Twitter asking if they can uh, speak <laughs> <laughs> i love to see it this is great <laughs> so what was Hello, the second question yeah yeah, yeah we can I, what developers of your projects i'm sorry say, can you say that one more time i'm, I'm so sorry i said i was asking about your developers of your project I think the question is about developers. So are there any teams, any uh, oh, the projects that uh, that we know about? Uh, you mentioned a few enterprises uh, before or earlier in this space, but any names that you can drop without getting lawyers on your neck tomorrow morning, uh, Jack? I, Mark, um, I wish there were some that I could drop right now. I'm not at liberty to drop any names but I can give you at a very high level, like categories and that kind of thing. Uh, OB Tech, we have everybody and companies and parties interested from metaverses to play to earn um, gaming companies uh, to traditional um, mortgage financing companies. Um, and, you know, even over into folks that are hoping to build um, products for uh, uh, putting carbon credits on chain. 
that are, are talking to us right now. And as I mentioned as well, we're, we're also hoping up to, we're hoping to set up some grants programs as well as some hackathons in the very new, near future um, to incentivize folks to, to come build on top of us uh, uh, too. So hopefully that answers your question. And then um, Obi Tech, if, if you were thinking more internally, um, we have a really stellar uh, CTO uh, who has been developing for the better part of 20 years now. Um, he was a lead in, in developing um, the Star Wars uh, online game and has been in blockchain for the better part of uh, seven, eight years. And, you know, is very up to snuff on Rust, Golang, you know, C Sharp, any of those languages you could really think of. And he's supported by a team of 11 developers that work underneath him. So, we're extremely focused on development and pushing out real tech. And you can definitely look at us as the type of company that's not just going to put out, you know, promises of roadmap items and that kind of thing. Um, everything that we've talked about today uh, has actually already been built and is ready to go and audited or is in its final stages of beta testing, right? Um, so we're, we're right there. And, and hopefully that answers your question, Obi Tech. Awesome. I have a, I have another uh, person that has been asking both on Twitter and here, and, and that's Bright Obi. So we got Obi Tech, and now we got Bright Obi. So there seems to be a theme here going on. Um, so, <laughs> Bri so, so Bright Obi, are you able to uh, unmute and speak for everybody to hear? Bright Obi, are you still with us? Otherwise... I have another one that has been asking on Twitter to be able to speak, which is Crypto Earner. So I'll invite you now, Crypto Earner 5. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I wanted to ask, what is your top priority for 2022? Can you and your um, team, can you share a bit about the strategy that you have implemented for the near future? I'm not oh. sure if it was just me that it dropped off, but I think I heard the first part of your question, um, Bright Obi, which was, uh, you know, what, what's our top priority for 2022 and, and how do we plan on getting that going? Um, so, yeah, top priority, I, I think I might have mentioned it just a little earlier, but is really becoming a leading chain. Um, in both the Cosmos ecosystem and outside of that, we, we would love to have somewhere in the realm of 40 to 50 or more projects and uh, applications developing on top of us. And, you know, the way that, that we're really planning on tackling that, not only outside of what I just mentioned, which is, you know, grant programs and hackathons and, and incentivization, um, but also by um, really going after the enterprise. So we're already in you know deep discussions, as I, as I mentioned a little bit ago as well, with a lot of what I'll describe as Web2 companies who exist, who are making revenue, who have been around some as long as 30, 40, 50 years that understand the, uh, you know, the power of blockchain technology and smart contract capability and want to come build their tech uh, an existing infrastructure on top of our chain. So, you know, we really plan on differentiating ourselves by being the player that says, hey, while all of this, um, you know, NFT and, and gaming stuff is really fun, like we're here to, to come after the real enterprise and, and, and introduce um, real business to the blockchain. 
Um, one other thing I'll put on top of that is we've crafted a really, really um, strategic tokenomics scheme, which you'll be able to uh, look up when we publish our white paper. All of the information will be publicly available on, on how it's set up. Um, but this tokenomics infrastructure is is really going to incentivize the community from an airdrop perspective and disseminate a lot of our uh, infrastructure far and wide so we can get a ton of interest and, um, you know, jump right off the start uh, as soon as we launch mainnet later this year. So that will be a huge catalyst uh, for our growth as well. And I think a lot of folks, especially in the Cosmos community, when they read about what we're releasing and, and how we're uh, introducing guardian nodes and that kind of thing um, are going to be extremely intrigued by, by what we've built. And I think there's going to be a lot of natural hype um, and, you know, conversation that takes place off after that and obviously just kind of blossoms from there. So hopefully that answers your question. Jesse, if, if you have anything to add, um, please do, my man. No, no, I think you covered him in. Yeah, and hats off to you, Jack. Uh, I don't know how many questions we went through already, but uh, you're just taking them one by one and uh, <laughs> without without hesitating. So uh, good job on your part, man. Um, I'll let you go in a minute. Uh, and also you, Jesse, of course. I'll uh, open up for the last question to CryptoEarner5, who has been uh, trying to uh, reach us for quite some time now. So... Uh, I'll let him or her have the last say in this space. Awesome. So, so Crypto Earner, you should be able to speak. At least I just invited you. And I really hope you can. Yes. Yes. Um. What I heard about um, uh, soft swap and um, soft chain. Um, can you tell us more in detail what does it entail? Like, what are the importance of both of them and how can we use them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first of all, I'll just start with source chain at a really high level. And, and thanks for your uh, question, Crypto Owner. Thank, thanks a ton. Um, so source chain at a high level, um, again, was really built to be a wide net and kind of a, a widespread infrastructure for anybody to build web three technology in general on top of. So we are going to allow people to develop anything from DeFi to NFTs to uh, real estate applications, to gaming, um, to privacy networks, um, to, you know, everything in between. Right. And, and so really, at the end of the day, plan on being a huge infrastructural component for future development of Web3 and really being a powerhouse for the Web3 economy at the end of the day for supporting all of those applications and smart contracts and, and tooling, right? Then in the second part, um, you asked about source swap and, and our DEX, which is the first application that we've actually built on top of source chain ourselves. Um, so... It will be somewhat similar to, you know, I'm sure some of you like are, are familiar with like Osmosis Zone and some of these others. But at the end of the day, right out of the gate, we plan on supporting all uh, Cosmos-based uh, layer ones as well as any um, supported tokens. So any CW20s as well. Um, so we plan on opening this thing up 
you know, as wide as far and far as possible. We're going to have great incentive uh, uh, infrastructures for like liquidity pools and, and pairings and that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, are really working on some cool mechanisms from the, the user experience standpoint, which is like showing you guys, for instance, in dollar value, like how much you guys are earning from your liquidity pools every day, every week, every month, like, you know, what your average is from the year, um, displaying dashboards and graphs inside of the application instead of you having to go to some other tool or IP address to look at, you know, um, percentage APY rates and that kind of thing. So we're really, really doing some cool stuff with this. And then the other cool thing about SourceSwap and our DEX is that it's going to be connected to our Binance smart chain based source one market, um, which means we're going to be able to bring over wrapped assets from Binance smart chain, um, which is going to be huge in terms of volume and liquidity and that sort of thing for the cosmos ecosystem. And we're going to be, you know, making that a very seamless transition as well. So there's a lot to get excited for. And if you can kind of put the puzzle together, uh, crypto earner and everybody else listening here, you know, eventually you guys know that, you know, source token is a Binance smart chain based asset. You know, you're eventually going to be able to wrap source token over to Cosmos and actually, you know, liquidity pool it uh, in, a, in a pairing with source or whatever it may be. So those are kind of the use cases you can start thinking about. Um, and, and where this project gets extremely exciting for, for anybody that's thinking about using it. So hopefully that answers your question, uh, Crypto Learner. Uh, if, if there's anything else I didn't cover, I'd be happy to. Awesome, man. And I think given the amount of questions that we received both on this space and before we even started the space, maybe it will be worth just going through the some of the questions that weren't answered um, uh, during the space in the Twitter thread and then, uh, yeah, uh, take them one by one. I think given the amount of interest from the community, um, it's uh, worthwhile to go and answer them. Um, and if not, I'll, I'll try to help also, uh, given that it's in a thread that we, <laughs> that we started here in the Cosmos club and speaking Absolutely. of the Cosmos. Yeah. And speaking of the Cosmos club. So uh, for anyone who haven't joined already our newsletter and follow us on Twitter, go, go and do that right away. We, uh, hold spaces like this frequently and talk all things Cosmos. And uh, for those of you who uh, came in late, we will be posting this on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other platforms so you can re-listen. You can follow us on, uh, on, on those platforms as well. Jack, Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Likewise, Mark. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, man. thank you, Mark. Um, I got to tell you, I love what you're doing with Cosmos Club. I, I think, you know, for all the listeners too, what they're doing is really needed. We, like you said the other day, Mark, we, you know, there's not really a, a newsletter out there for Cosmos yet that is giving, um, you know, really great information on like a daily, weekly basis. So you guys are doing awesome, man. Keep that up. We'll definitely follow along. Uh, I'll take your advice and we'll do everything we can to get everybody's questions answered in the comments. Um, but other than that, you know, maybe uh, maybe we're even due for a, another space sometime in, in the next couple of weeks once made or uh, once test nets live and, and all that kind of thing. Definitely. Definitely. I, uh, I think I can already say that uh, that will happen sooner or later. 
Love it, man. Well, thanks again, Mark. We appreciate you having us, man. Oh, no issue, man. And uh, stay safe wherever you are. To everyone out there, keep uh, building, keep going in the Cosmos ecosystem. We are all on the right path. So thank you so much for joining and uh, take care, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Take care, guys. Thank you, guys. Take care now. Ciao.